Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. Hey listeners, in this episode, we'll hear from a pharmacist who took the leap from retail pharmacy to starting her own business. She's sharing a few things in the field of telehealth, and I think you'll enjoy this episode with Danielle Plummer. Okay, so today we have a special guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Our guest is Dr. Danielle Plummer. She is a pharmacist who attended Creighton University uh, to get her PharmD in 2016 and the University of Nevada, Las Vegas with her bachelor's in hotel management in 1995. She's a third generation pharmacist and had worked in her father's independent pharmacy when she was a teenager. So she always knew that someday she'd be a pharmacist. Um, She uh, started working at Walgreens in 2012 um, and, you know, has has decided to uh, change a little bit of careers that we'll get into um, to combine all of those skills and knowledge as a pharmacist with the emerging market of telehealth. So, Danielle, welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Hillary, thanks so much for having me on today. Well, thanks for joining us. And now that our listeners have heard a little bit about your background, maybe you can fill in any gaps from that intro or maybe share a little bit about your personal life. Sure, I'd be happy to. So as you mentioned, I'd grown up working in my father's independent pharmacy. It was in Western New Jersey, and we had a nice local community there. And I always knew someday I would grow up and be a pharmacist. So when I did graduate, I say now I'm grown up. But uh, finally doing what I love, what I love to do and taking care of care of people with their health and wellness and making sure they understand their disease states. I really thought I would grow old working as a retail pharmacist, but I saw things changing and I knew there was so much more I wanted to do for the customers coming into my store. So that's when I decided to become an entrepreneur. I had some other family and friends in my life that have been entrepreneurs. And I took the leap last year and launched a company called TeleMD Care that combined my background in hotel management, my passion and love of being a pharmacist in health and wellness, and being in Las Vegas with all these tourists. So I was able to change from being in the store and just dispensing and making recommendations to full service for anything non-emergency medical that they needed, including their I think every retail pharmacist knows how many people travel and leave their medications at home or they come to a city and then realize I I need to see a doctor. Should I call? Should I not call? I don't want to lose a day on my trip. So we started with working with tourists and it was just an amazing success. We launched at the end of 2019. We had a gentleman in from Germany who left his meds in Germany. He was able to go to his conference see a doctor from an app on his phone. And then by the time, during a break, and by the time he was done with the conference, his meds were waiting for him at his hotel. Uh, From there, we, COVID hit where we are right now, and tourism stopped. 
But what we found was during this time I was working with tourists, at the same time, we had all our friends and family and local people here in Las Vegas, from hairdressers to Uber drivers saying, hey, how does that work, telemedicine? It's amazing to think just a few months ago, not a lot of people had heard of it or didn't understand it, right? People like my mom said, I don't want to see a doctor through my phone or my computer. I want to go in person. So much has changed in just the past month or two. So, right. So we decided to offer this to our local community, but they don't need the same services as tourists. So we launched just the last week, a subscription service that includes unlimited telemedicine through a major provider. And it includes a prescription formulary for about 90% of the prescriptions that acute care telemedicine doctors prescribe. Other prescriptions are at a discount. And that's in all 50 states. So once tourism picks up again, we will go ahead and launch. But we have these two verticals with our company now. And that's what got me into telemedicine. Okay. Well, there's a lot to dig dig into there. Let's let's back up a little bit. And so so just to kind of reiterate, you have had a couple of different careers, uh, very interesting careers before earning your PharmD, including being a professional figure skater, a hotel manager, and uh, many years as a U.S. Marine Corps spouse while raising your daughter. So um, it's really neat to see that you kind of came full circle with your family's three generations of pharmacy and um, that your dad really um, was a business owner with his independent pharmacy. Um, but uh, yeah, so so I, it's neat to see kind of that entrepreneurial spirit um, picked back up um, for you. And, and yes, what a great place um, to try some of those things than Las Vegas. So um, yeah, Danielle, we'd love to kind of um, talk a little bit more about, um, you know, how you um, kind of landed on the uh, decision to kind of support um, tourists and kind of what that looks like um, and kind of let's talk about that kind of business venture first in a little more detail. Absolutely. So as you mentioned, all my previous careers involved travel. So there I was as an ice skater every day, depending on the show, a different week in a different city. Then I married a Marine. We ended up overseas, always traveling. I love traveling and I love to have a career that allows me to, which is why I originally chose hotel in the first place, hotel management. But my heart was always in pharmacy. So um, I wanted to bring that. And how I ended up working with tourists was just serendipitous by being in Las Vegas, Walgreens in our market here starts you as a floater. I spent a lot of time working on the Strip and then the Las Vegas Strip. And then when I became a manager, I managed a store a mile and a half from Fremont Street. So if anyone out there doesn't know what Fremont Street is, go Google it. It's a crazy place. I love it. I hope everyone someday gets to come visit my my, um, plug for Las Vegas, apparently. But so I was working at tourists though, and everyone comes here and they overeat and they overdrink and they walk too much and they party too much. And like I said, they forget their meds. And, you know, in the U.S., just to get Sudafed, you have to show a state ID. Well, a lot of people don't have that. 
we, our system doesn't accept passports. You can't even buy Sudafed. Uh, phenylephrine, of course, is your alternative, but a lot of people go, well, that's not what I get in my home country. Or a lot of people from other countries can get medications over the counter. You need to see a doctor here. I know diclofenac just went OTC, but when I was working with them, it wasn't. So I said, oh, you, could, you have to see a doctor for a prescription for that. And they go, really? Well, how do I get to see a doctor? Where do I go? I need a taxi or an Uber. I have to sit around sick people. It's really my back that hurts. And I knew we could, I could do so much more for them. And then I'd always get phone calls saying, do you deliver? At the time we didn't, I'm not sure what's going on right now. I know a lot's changed in the past year and even the past month. Uh, most pharmacies now are offering same day delivery, but at the time there wasn't. So I combined all these aspects of what I knew the tourists needed to be able to provide it for them as a one-stop shopping. So it didn't interrupt their vacation or their business trip while they're here in town. Wow. And, and what is the, the company called again? So that whenever people are able, you know, um, APHA will be there next year for their annual meeting. And it is home to many, many conferences. I've been to ASHP mid-years in Vegas and um, other fun things. Um, so if someone is visiting Las Vegas, is that the only location where they can get this service or... Um, are you looking to expand that to other uh, tourists or other destinations? So right now, we just launched in Las Vegas, but we definitely plan to expand to other major tourist destinations in the future, like Orlando and L.A. and New York, Nashville, Hillary. <laughs> That's right. We've got lots of lots of tourists coming here. They call it Nash Vegas. So <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, great. Um, and so, you know, it's probably, you said that with COVID, since, you know, you kind of decided to go out on this business really last year, launched it, you know, really just in time for, for 2020 to kind of shake up everybody's plans. But yeah, so you'd already gained a lot of experience with telehealth and telemedicine platforms and things like that. Um, and of course, we've seen a really big shift towards um, utilization of those platforms over the last really few months. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. now been a few months. Tell us, uh, you know, kind of a little bit more about kind of what you're doing right now as, you, as you're waiting to for the, the regular tourist volume to pick back up. So exactly like you said, our tourist side, it's TeleMD Care, T-E-L-E-M as in medical, D as in doctor, care, kind of like an urgentcare.com. If you go to the website right now, though, it's just going to talk about the subscription service. So that's what we're focusing on. So if you don't have, so it's really for people who are either uninsured or underinsured. When I left Walgreens, one of the hardest things actually is when I, as well, when I was no longer a military spouse was losing my insurance. Anyone who's never had insurance and I really just need a major medical plan. It's very, very expensive. So I bought a plan with a $10,000 deductible. So what happens if I just need to see a doctor for something simple? Um, those are the people we're targeting. Myself, entrepreneurs, gig economy workers, small companies. Small companies don't have to offer health insurance unless they're 50 people or more. And we know there's a lot of people in this out, like part-time work out there. 
that would be like, oh, I just want to see a doctor and I don't have a whole lot of money, especially now with so much of our country on unemployment. Hopefully economy picks up soon, but you're still going to have this change of the way we work. So it's no longer, I have to get a job with a corporation that offer great benefits, especially in the world of pharmacy. We have an exploding world of pharmacy entrepreneurs. So what do you do if you need to see a doctor? So the subscription service combines unlimited telemedicine with, like I said, a small prescription formulary, other prescriptions are at a discount. So it's not to replace insurance. You still need some major medical plan, I believe. The people will disagree, but a lot of my entrepreneur friends don't have insurance and I worry, but we know how expensive it is. So this subscription, it's $19.90 a month for a family. It's up to nine people in the household for the one price. And you literally get telemedicine at your fingertips 24-7, 365. And the prescriptions can then be delivered to one of any 65,000 pharmacies in the country. From there, we have a discount plan for companies, for employers who want to offer it as a benefit to their employees. And that would be two or more people. It's $15.70. And then per subscriber, which still includes up to nine people in that household. And then we do give back to nonprofits and associations as well. So it's a wonderful way for organizations looking not only to offer something to their members, but to build some income as well for themselves. And because it's a subscription, it is recurring every month. There's also no contract, no copay, no deductible, no hidden fees. So if you find it's not working, that's okay. You're not prisoner to our service as well. So we have that. And then the craziest thing happened. While all of this was going on, I work with Genie MD. Uh, startup for well, they, now they've been around 10 years from so the San Francisco area, and they were the platform I was using for my tourists. So the owner said to me, Danielle, I am onboarding more staff, more physician and practices, and medical teams and healthcare systems than I can handle. You know, my platform inside and out. Would you come help me out for a few months during this crazy time of COVID? And I said, Sure. So I know all these pharmacists out there that said, how can I incorporate telepharmacy to my business? So Hillary, I know you reached out when I talked about that. There's a number of ways that pharmacists can get involved with telepharmacy. Did you want me to mention those? Speaking of education, are you aware of the 2014 drug disposal of controlled substances ruling that regards safe disposal of unused medications? Well, we're lucky to have RX Destroyer sponsoring the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. RX Destroyer ready-to-use chemical drug disposal systems are safe, easy, and affordable products, which protect the environment and can save thousands in fines. To get more information on products, training, and medication waste, compliance, check out www.rxdestroyer.com slash talk to your pharmacist. Yeah, I think that um, that's a perfect segue to talk about, you know, what are the ways that pharmacists can, you know, you hear about telemedicine a lot, but we don't often hear as much about telepharmacy. So um, how can pharmacists provide that? So there are a number of ways, and I'm sure there's many more that I haven't thought about yet that there are pharmacists out there utilizing it. One of the things I know we've discussed so many times as a profession is how do we bill for our services? And when I jumped ship and became this pharmacy entrepreneur, I met so many pharmacists who 
were just people would pay. They have such great knowledge. They just bypass insurance completely. So those are your pharmacists that are working in functional, functional medicine, pharmacogenetics. Some have specialties like women's health or men's health or other really unique niches that people out there know they need help and they're willing to pay for that service. So if that's something that a pharmacist is looking for, GeneMD is now offering a free app or you could use the website. It's secure, HIPAA compliant, where you can do a face-to-face consultation through their software. And there's no charge right now for pharmacists who want to use that to meet their patients. If you want to personalize it, right now we have somebody who works with a specific patient population and would like them to answer a questionnaire, just like you would do at a doctor's office. Why are you here today? How long have you had these symptoms, et cetera, et cetera. And then they can look that over before they meet with the uh, the patient. Then we can personalize that, add that in. They'll personalize the color of the site, your logo, any other information you want, and add whatever payment processing system you're working for. So it's a one-stop shop as well. And there's affordable fees to go with that one. And then a whole nother aspect where I've met pharmacists One of the things I personally dealt with a lot, and I had mentioned this, where somebody comes into the pharmacy, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm traveling. I'm out of my asthma inhaler. Can you help me? I'm like, no, you need a prescription for that. You know, and I could give a thousand examples for that one. How many people come to the pharmacy? No, you need a prescription for that. So what some pharmacists are doing are setting up a terminal in the pharmacy, in the retail store, where the patient can actually just see a doctor right there the doctor sends in the prescription and then the patient can go home with it all as a one-stop shopping model as well. And that can be done either through a terminal or through the patient's phone or um, computer or whatever, whatever they have on them or tablet. Another option that we're working with somebody who runs uh, mail order pharmacies. So they set it up. It's all customized in their name. It's phenomenal. It's working so well. And they set it up so the patient can see a doctor from home and then they can ask, hey, I want my prescription to go to this pharmacy. And then it gets mailed back to their home. So it's, again, nice one-stop shopping. The patient can see a prescription, I mean, see a doctor, get their prescription all from the comfort of their home. And it's all done now in a very affordable and easy-to-use system. So that's what GeneMD is doing to support pharmacists that want to get involved in telepharmacy. Okay, very helpful. Um, yeah, I've I've seen a lot of different models and things, and um, lots of different uh, niche areas like functional medicine or pharmacogenomics, or um, even different disease states. I believe mm-hmm. um, even you know there. I'm not sure the latest on this, but I did see where um, CMS is looking to get feedback for. Um, pharmacists and and maybe another uh, uh, group to actually bill for um, diabetes education directly, which would be great. So um, yeah, I think that we'll continue to see more opportunities um, as people um, are more comfortable with seeking care from their phone or their computer or um, things like that. Um, wow. Well, Danielle, you've got such, um, just, uh, a neat, uh, you know, background and then, you know, this passion for, um, 
you know, entrepreneurship and, and innovation. What would you, you know, tell people that are wanting to, um, you know, make a, a switch? Maybe they've been doing retail pharmacy or maybe they've been doing some other type of pharmacy for a while. Um, how did you decide to make that leap? And um, what would you tell other people, um, some tips for how to do that? I have to say, I was fortunate. I have a per diem hospital job <laughs> and I had saved a lot of, I'm still paying my student loans, of course, but um, finances are big. Get your finances straightened out. So most people can't just jump ship like I did. If you can go for it, it's absolutely you follow your heart, do your passion, but have a good financial plan. There are a lot of companies out there working, um, willing to help you. So definitely reach out to your SCORE organization. It's free. It's part of the Small Business Association. Just do Google SBA SCORE. They'll help you with a business plan. Any aspect of your business you're looking at uh, that you need help, definitely reach out to mentors. I don't know if you have, whether it's personal that you've worked with or through LinkedIn networking is absolutely huge. I, by pure coincidence, was talking to someone else, I think who's been a guest who helps with the resumes. And I said, I know I can do more than retail. I want to start this other company, but I probably need benefits. And what do I do? And she said, you're an entrepreneur at heart. Go to, go to Medipreneurs, which is a conference for pharmacists, entrepreneurs. And I met a hundred of these amazing people that are doing this. So We've just been supporting each other and it's opened up this whole network, this whole world for me when entrepreneurship, anyone will tell you, is extremely difficult. It's a roller coaster and you get excited and you get motivated and then there'll be these setbacks and you go, oh my gosh, what? Did, oh, I, I lost my job. I lost my benefit. Like what, what did I do? Or as entrepreneurs say, I fired my boss. I didn't lose my job. But um, really, really, you have to be strong hearted, be strong willed follow through and have a plan and know how to get through those tough moments. I have um, pharmacists I check in with every other week, a good friend now going, okay, what were your ups? What were your downs this week? There are pharmacists out there working as coaches or consultants now that'll go, I'm doing this. It's working for me. Let me guide you through. If, if you can afford to do that, they are absolutely phenomenal. Um, uh, yeah. A lot of, a lot of people are reaching out to me going, how did you leave retail? Find what passion works for you. What niche? I have so many interests that I had to step back and narrow down. And I have this huge plan for the future. I work with women with uh, hyperemesis gravidarum, so extreme nausea and vomiting. It's all volunteer at the moment. I'm a board member for an organization. But someday, once my tele-MD care is running smoothly on its own and I have staff beneath me, then I will... Uh, forward, go move forward with that. But I also want to learn about more about pharmacogenomics. I do have um, to build that in. I am doing a little bit of that, but just dabbling. And I want to combine that with my women with hyperemesis. And I want to learn about functional medicine and combine that as well. So for me, I almost had too many opportunities and had to step back and niche down. So fine, do you want to be in a specific niche or do you want to be well-rounded? Like you said, diabetes is huge. And you did mention payments uh, are changing. The state of Nevada just 
allowed telepharmacy, which I think I didn't verify with the state board, but I think they mean remote order verification. So I know there are pharmacists getting involved with that as well. And I think as these lawsuits go around the country in different states and we fight back against PBMs and we try to get provider status, we're going to have more opportunities to bill through insurances. I also know pharmacists that are working in collaboration with doctor's offices. And I, I forgot to mention that one earlier. So they can do telepharmacy working out of a doctor's office to follow up with patients. And then they can bill there in the office. So many ways to end long-winded answer to your question, make a plan, get help. Don't, I, I don't tell, I wouldn't recommend anyone just quit your job and go for it. No, you need to have, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to live? set your projections, get your business plan in place, and it's going to change, be able to ride those waves. And reach out to me anytime. Um, I'm always happy to support anyone that wants to take this route and tell them my story, what challenges I faced. So I can be reached at info at telemdcare, T-E-L-E-M-D-C-A-R-E.com. And if you want to use our services, reach out to me as well. And I can work with you on that, either the Genie MD portion or the TeleMD Care subscription service. And that's what awesome. I've going on. Yeah, thanks, Danielle. Well, that's great advice for those who are getting that entrepreneurial itch. And, you know, I love highlighting some uh, stories of people who have been able to do something a little bit different. Uh, I do like to always ask our guests kind of as my final question, if there is any advice that you would tell your younger self or for other pharmacists out there who are just getting started in their career. I believe the sky's the limit. And I wish I had the confidence knowing that I don't have to work within the walls that have been put up around me. You, we all have these amazing brains. And I think as pharmacists, we're trained, you cannot make an error, which is absolutely true. But all of a sudden now I'm in a world where I have to do social media and I have to put myself out there. And Hillary, thank you for reaching out to me because I would probably not have had the courage to do a podcast otherwise. Um, and now I know it's not so scary, but I had to get over that fear of not that perfection that so many of us are just instilled and we're trained and we know there's no room for error, but when it comes to writing or promoting your company or believing in your ideas, you just do it, just do it. And don't worry if you didn't dot that, you know, I or cross that T because you can always go back and fix that or move on. And most people don't notice those little, little things that happen and it's part of life. So just have confidence and believe in yourself to get out there and pursue your dreams. Certainly. Well, Danielle, thank you so much for sharing your story and some inspiration for others. Um, it was such a pleasure to have you as a guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. The pleasure is all mine, Hillary. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to this episode. We are going to be relaunching our newsletter, so be sure that you're signed up over at pharmacyadvisory.com. There's a place to sign up for the newsletter, and we're going to be sharing some good content there. And if you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps us to get in front of more pharmacists 
and others interested in the pharmacy industry. We really appreciate your support in sharing this content. Also, be sure to check us out at Talk to Your Pharmacist on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist, produced by the Pharmacy Advisory Group. If you liked this episode, let us know by subscribing to the podcast, rating, and reviewing it. Share it with friends. And if you want to be a guest or know a pharmacist leader who has a great story to tell, connect with me, Hillary Blackburn, on LinkedIn and check out our Facebook page, Pharmacy Advisory Group, for updates on new podcasts. Thanks for listening. 